Welcome to the Pop Goes the Culture podcast for Friday, November the 18th. My name is Joey Mills, and joining me this week, I got... I'm Dakota. Stranger. Stranger I'm Danger. Back. Where you been? Man, all over. I've been everywhere, man. <laughs> Tell us what you've been up to. What you've been, uh, where you've been going, what you've been watching, playing, reading, doing, listening man. to, whatever. All Lay right. it on us, man. Oh, man, I got a list, so I'll just <laughs> read it off, and we'll talk about what you want to talk about. All right. Uh, there are a couple list. things I wrote down because I wanted to talk to you about it. Um, I saw Young Gravy. Uh, I know you don't. I have no idea what the hell that is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had though. some uh, biscuits and gravy here last week. It, uh, no, Sunday as, night I had biscuits and gravy. So, yeah, just as good. Uh, <laughs> no, I bet it's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Young Gravy is funny. Uh, I saw him in Fayetteville. Um, is that that's a rapper? He's a rapper. Okay, uh, his whole thing is being into milfs. Uh, he's like twenty two or three, and nice. he just <laughs> talks about milfs. Uh, but he's funny and. Uh, a good college crowd kind of deal. Um, and then, like, after that, I mean, we got close to Halloween. I kind of thought I'd be back before everything. But um, I watched Over the Garden Wall for the first time. I don't know oh, if you've heard of that. Yeah, I've got the soundtrack on uh, vinyl. Oh, my God. It's, it's a great. It's great. Yeah, it's great. I, was, I know. The only thing I didn't like was that I didn't watch it way sooner. Because, yeah. like, I remember when it came out thinking, I need to watch that. And that yeah. was 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> when you were, yeah. When so you yeah, were I just, like, 20s. stumbled into it. I was like, I'll just watch this real quick. It's not long. And then 10 episodes yeah, in. Yeah, and, and I was like, yeah. holy shit, I loved it. Yeah. Um, so that was great. And you, think, um, you think it's one thing. Yeah. And, and then, then you get that one episode, like, what is it, nine or something like that, where it shows you what's really going on. You're like, oh, like, oh shit, this, is, this is totally different, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Um, but like, just so it's like endearing, and like you mm-hmm. like the characters, and oh, it's just well done. Yeah, that's our uh, Halloween every year. We watch that. Yeah, and I didn't know it was Halloween related at all. I just thought it was a. I didn't know mm-hmm. what it was. I just thought it was kind of a cheeky little cartoon. But yeah, I was just looking through. Like, I'm kind of a bitch about scary stuff, as you know. So like, <laughs> well, once you once you realize it's about Halloween, you're like, oh, that's why they're dressed like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes more sense. And uh, then you find out Elijah Woods. I didn't know yeah. Elijah Wood. There's a yeah. bunch of big casts in it, but. Yeah. Yeah, that was Christopher great. Christopher Lloyd is the uh, woodcutter. And oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Um, but yeah, there's so many people. It's just really cool. I, yeah. I'm glad I watched that finally. Um, another thing I finally watched for the first time was all three Evil Dead movies. Oh, yeah. Did you um, watch them back to back? I watched them. Well, I watched them one night. One each uh, night. One each night for three Did you nights. watch the second one? You're like, I thought I watched this one already. Yeah, well, <laughs> uh, my coworker is a big horror guy, too, and he had warned me. Like, it's the second the one movie. is basically one, but... A without little, the rape, but better. Without the tree rape. Yeah, a little better, and it, uh, you know, it goes, it leads into the third one. And then I watched the third one. I was like, "Is this is this like is totally if different?" Monty Python made a <laughs> horror movie. I don't know. Yeah, it got goofy. Yeah, like it's funny. As my first real experience with Sam Raimi outside of Spider Man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a weird turn. That, <laughs> holy shit. Yeah. Um, like I made a joke because he, that girl hates him when he comes into town. Like he's gonna fuck her. Yeah. And then like. She comes and yells at him, and he's like, wait. And like I leaned over to my friend, and I was like, come here, baby. And he goes, give me some sugar, baby. I was like, wow, I just guessed. I was being stupid, but yeah. that's actually what happened. <laughs> yeah, they're not, uh, yeah, they're not uh, inventing anything new in that no, movie. No, but it was... It they're was, doing it well, though. It's fun. Yeah, it was fun. It was a fun ride. and uh, That's a good midnight movie in October, if you find a place that's playing it, and you can oh, yeah, that'd uh, be cool to take see. care of some business ahead of time, and then mm-hmm. go and watch it and just zone out and yeah, have that's, fun with it. That's kind of what I did. I knew... I knew I wanted to see him this year, and I'm trying to get better at getting into spooky stuff. But yeah. I've learned I really only like super campy, like yeah. when we watch Chopping Mall, or I like really well written like Hill House or yeah. something like that. But anything in between, like I don't care about the Saw movies or any of yeah, that shit. No, but I like, um, gore is not really my thing. But yeah, like B stuff and then really well written stuff I can get on board with. So I watched that. Um, 
I started Stray, that game as where you play as oh, a cat. Oh yeah, yeah, the cat game. Yeah, um, it's really that. it's a really fun little game. I didn't beat it because before it could, I <laughs> yeah. God of War came out. Yeah. Um, I'll circle back around and go for Yeah, we'll get back there. Uh, I saw Randy from the Trailer Park Boys oh, yeah? here in Springfield. Yeah, yeah. Um, you got something signed, didn't you? An yeah, he, uh, I got a poster of him uh, the holding a bunch of cheeseburgers yeah. and it signed said, a man's got to eat. Uh, so I'm going <laughs> to frame that and put it in my kitchen. <laughs> I think that's go. fun. Um, I also watched Beetlejuice for the first time on Halloween night. The first time? I'd never seen it. Holy shit. Um, and You're behind. Yeah, I have about you know what we need to do? 20 years late. So this will be an episode at some point down the road, sometime next year. Yeah. It will be movies that uh, we need to see that we're not not, not necessarily ashamed to just, say just that, that we, we had, haven't watched. Yeah, we're just like, I haven't watched this. this never movies. got around to and yeah. don't know why. Yeah. yeah, there's a long list of movies like that that I was either too scared as a little kid or... Just kind of missed, and then it was too late. And I was like, "Well, I don't know. I kind of know a lot about it already." So, right. yeah, that that's kind of what I was trying to do this Halloween: was watch stuff that I knew a little bit about because it's like nerd culture stuff too. Right. I just never watched, so I saved that one for Halloween, and I ended up helping my friend move, and then coming home and watching that at like ten thirty a Halloween night. Nice. And uh, man, Michael who King, moves on Halloween? My fucking friend. <laughs> who asks somebody <laughs> to help them move on Halloween? Yeah, an asshole. That's it. Um, <laughs> If you're listening. If you're listening, <laughs> you're an asshole. Um, but no, Michael Keaton's looked old since the 80s, turns out. Yeah. I, I didn't realize that. Like, I, I know he had makeup on, but I feel like under there he was still pretty old looking. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was funny. That was a good little movie. Alec Baldwin did not look old. It was weird seeing him as like a, as a young guy, a young pre murderous guy. And then, uh, <laughs> before you've killed anybody, before you killed said. anyone. And then, uh, yeah, and like, uh, what's her name? When I'm a writer, like, mm-hmm. I knew she was in it. And I made a joke to my friend. I was like, I'm excited to watch it. Plus, when I arrived, it was a babe. And then I saw the movie. I was like, she's a child. I wouldn't have said that. <laughs> she's 14. No. Yeah, I wouldn't have said that if I knew she was a kid in that movie. Um, but yeah, I watched that. Caught up on Rick and Morty season six, finally. Yeah. Um, that's, like you said, it's just great the whole way through. It yeah. seems to just kind of get better. It seems like they're finally telling one story now. Yeah, like at first it's, it was Yeah, the first few episodes were all like, you know, oh, every episode's its own thing. But now they're like, yeah, right yeah around, we're telling a big story now. Yeah, like whatever kind of happened towards the end of season three, Yeah, they pulled that thread and just kind of ran with it. And like yep. they still have the episodic shit. Like oh, the yeah. uh, Die Hard episode was really funny. <laughs> I'm doing a yeah. Die Hard. No one that has seen Die Hard ever says do a Die Hard. <laughs> yeah. um, like there's fun shit like that, but it, it, felt, it felt really good. Um, and that's on hiatus for a while. Yeah, it comes back. We'll talk about that later. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. And then uh, part of Guillermo del Toro's Cur- Cabinet of Curiosities. I never did start those. How was it? Um, I made it. I started noticing people telling me, like, oh, my God, you got to watch it. And I'm like, oh, how far are you? And like, ah, episode four. And then there's like three or four people told me episode four. Is that where it goes off the rails? No, that's episode <laughs> four. And I was like, I get why you'd need a break after this. Because like, uh, it's, okay. it's an anthology collection, yeah, you know? Yeah. And like the third episode... Super good. That's where everybody starts to go tell people, like, you should watch this. And the fourth one, it's got the girl from, I don't know her name, but the brunette from Garfunkel and Oates. Yeah. Um, she's Kate, in. Kate something. Kate yeah. Nucci, something like that. I think. So. And she's, she's a little in, short gal, kind of got, she's in all the animated shit anymore. Yeah. And she's also. Uh, she has a cartoon voice. Yeah. And she's in Raising Hope and, yeah, like, yeah. just, like, weird size stuff. But she's the main character of that one. It's got the guy from Freaks and Geeks and uh, plays Gil. Gilfried or whatever off of mm. Silicon Valley as yeah, her husband. Yeah, yeah. And it's a little too weird for me. And I think it was weird for a lot of people. That's why everybody got off at four. I didn't hear anyone talk about it after that. And I made it to episode five, but I was just like burnout. Yeah. Um, but I liked it. And it's cool because it's 
I thought because it's called what it is, he doesn't direct any of the episodes. No. They're all his stories that he's written, and he lets us, which is cool to him have him like spotlighting yep. up and coming directors. It's a really cool move. So. I wonder if he picked the directors. Like, yeah, I, I, like, didn't I want this person to direct this one. If yeah, they, if they will. I mean, he'd make the offer. But. Yeah, and I mean, there are a couple that were uh, like Hispanic sounding names too. So I was like, mm-hmm. maybe he's trying to like. So he's picking these getting people, people in, giving them a foot like, in the door. Yeah, right. trying to like kind of be a heritage thing and like yep. branch out. But then he started getting to just like this white lady from England and like whatever. So I was like, I don't know that he's picking them. Or <laughs> I don't know that he wrote this. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> let, let me tell you about my white lady from England days. When they're called, the, uh, you know, his short. They're all based on his short stories. But right. I think the next episode I was going to watch was supposed to be an H.P. Lovecraft story that was just adapted. So yeah, that's so not it's not even his story. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably less racist. Um, but <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> who knows? Know yeah, Mo's got some skeletons in the closet <laughs> yeah, too. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, that. That was okay. Like I said, it it starts off real strong, I and mean, it's still not bad. It's just weird. So yeah, um, but I'd recommend at least the first three episodes. Yeah. So um, that one, man, I watched. Yeah, I don't even. I shouldn't have even written it down. What? But I watched season two of The Devil Is a Part Timer. It's uh, an anime. Oh, okay. So I was like, Joe's yeah, gonna. Nobody's hate this. gonna give a shit about that. <laughs> it's a really good. One. It took a really. It was gone for like eight years, and everyone's like, it's over. And then they're like, surprise, second season. And we're like. It's pretty fun. It's a cheeky. It's basically the devil gets it's, he gets isekai'd into. They're in like this fantasy world where like angels and demons are fighting, and he's like cornered and he takes a portal and it ends up in our world and he's just a dude. And so instead of this badass demon general, he's got to work at McDonald's. Just, yeah, Steve. Yeah, he's just a part timer at McDonald's. So right. uh, that's a fun, goofy little show to watch. And then um, saw Black Panther two, Wakanda forever. Let's talk about that. I want to get your thoughts on that. What do you think? Oh man, I I liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, I think I knew I would. Um, I think I felt bad that most of the movie I kept thinking, where's my Namor movie? (laughs) Because I love Namor and as much as you can love an anti-hero dickhead. Right. But like, it's just, they really put a lot of work into that character. It was really well done. And seeing like Shuri struggle with losing. I heard that. Yeah. If you can get past the first scene. (laughs) Yeah, and that's the then thing. You'll be like, okay. Yeah, and <laughs> I get that first scene. They say is just yeah, and that's gut wrenching. Yeah, and that's the thing. That first scene like rips you, uh, like rips you a new one, and you're so sad. And you're like, I'm glad that's out of the way, <laughs> but it's fucking not. <laughs> right? Don't make you. <laughs> yeah, like, it's not. You cry about three or four more times yeah. before it's over. Like because, yeah. like they do the front thing, and that's sad. And yeah, and then you're like, okay, we're gonna move past this, and then yeah. just nope. Slowly sneaks more and more in, just like little, little nods here and there, and like Shuri's whole journey is. Just, Kind of like Thor. Like Thor lost his whole family, like yep. everyone he knew and cared about, and then and then some because like Heimdall and yep. so she's doing the same thing. And like just when they were starting to like her brother expanded into the world, and yep. now all of a like sudden he's not yep. there to help out with it. And yep. so uh, that's really interesting to see her do like that whole classic kind of cliche of like, do you go on the revenge route or do you like? It's interesting that they yeah made it. I wonder. I wonder if she'll keep the same suit if they're for any sequels. Yeah, since the suit's more of an homage to Killmonger than it is to T'Challa. Which yeah, is pretty cool. Which like I don't want to spoil anything, right? But no, like, no, but. Um, and then oh, speaking of, that, I wonder if they'll keep her as the Black Panther. Um, for probably for ten years. Oh, <laughs> uh, she's slated for that. <laughs> no, I, I'm just saying. Oh yeah, yeah, Based on the ages of people involved with oh, other stuff. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's the thing, and I'm like. It felt like they were like their excuse to be like, eh, well, let's just get this girl out of here. She in real life has been problematic during the pandemic. No, um, I didn't know so that. 
I think they're leaving themselves a back door yeah, with uh, that post credit scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm worried about. Cause I, I felt like a we don't want a woman Black Panther for that long. Like we'll do, we'll give you this movie, but yeah. and then, but I didn't know anything about her real life stuff. Yeah, so. she's been kind of something. Okay, that's not great. Um, <laughs> but then Ironheart, I thought yeah. that was gonna be a blip. Not and like she's nope. in the movie. That like, is, yeah, that is okay. a, uh, yeah. hey, did you know we got a Disney Plus show coming out in a year or two? Yeah, and yeah. I knew that. That's why I thought because of that. I was like, oh, they're going to be like, this is who she is. And the people that know that character's name will, will be, like, be like, oh, oh cool. She cool. built yeah. some shit. And she, nah, it's just, she's fucking in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really cool to see. Uh, some um, connections to some other shit. <laughs> the yeah. Thunderbolts movie coming out. Yeah, next yeah, yeah. Uh, finding out that Ross was married. married <laughs> yep. to, and who he was married to was fucking weird and wild. Yep. Um, but yeah, overall, like it had its fun moments. It made me sad when it needed to, and then like it did its cool comic booky things. So yep. I was a fan. I liked it as much if I can't say more than the first one, but like as much, yeah, uh, for sure more than a handful of the Marvel movies that They've more than Immortals and more yeah. than Bl- a Black Widow. <laughs> like yeah. a lot of movies that came out. I, this it's, this phase has been kind of rough. So yeah, at least they went out on a high note. Yeah, and it felt it, like it. People wanted to shit on Thor for being so funny, but I feel like we needed Thor with how serious a, this a was going. Yeah, yeah, with how serious this was going to be. You know, they've done that a lot, and like Thor's kind of been like Ragnarok was right. A lot of people don't remember Ragnarok was the movie before Infinity War. Yeah, where it got heavy as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> and so again. Thor gets to be the palate cleanser before we get into Wakanda forever. Oh, yeah. so. And I mean, we kind of had that with Guardians yep. one, two wasn't yep. as good, but like, yeah, they, they're trying to like at least kind of space that. When, heavy when shit you get out. that, when you get that funny movie, <laughs> you know what's coming next. Yeah, yeah, it makes it a little, little more palatable and not yep. so harsh. So, I'm glad we got Thor, whether people shit on it or not. I and liked it. I, I loved it. Movie. I thought it was. I had a blast fucking fantastic. Yeah. I love. Which I'm a simp for Taika Waititi and yeah. Thor and all that. So have you seen the new uh, ad he's directed? Uh, it's not. I don't think he really actually directed it. Oh no, I'm it's not. a vodka ad with uh, Daniel Craig. Okay, and it's just goofy as shit. It's Daniel Craig basically like, just like. Do you remember the the? Ah oh, shoot, I'm forgetting. I'm blanking. Do you remember the Fat Boy Slim video with Christopher Walken dancing? To uh, Weapon of Choice. Yes, 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 yes. It's got that feel to it. Okay. But there's like a bunch of costume changes and it's like a bunch of different places, but he's basically just like dancing through this ad for this like vodka. Like set piece kind of? Yeah, and then like at the end of it, they, you know, they're like, all right, cut. And he's like, you know, he's like, it was like, did you get what you needed or whatever? And it's Taika Waititi's like, eh, you know, whatever. Yeah. But uh, I don't think Taika Waititi actually directed. I think they just paid him like, hey, show me a cameo at the end to be the director. Yeah, but... It, yeah, it I love, feels like a Taika Waititi type thing. It's just goofy as yeah, shit. Yeah, I love everything that man does. Oh, I, yeah. I, he's so funny. But yeah, um, yeah, this was this is good. And uh, the same director as the first one, right? Yeah. Black Panther. Ryan Coogler, yeah. yeah, Ryan Coogler did a great job again. I think so. And that's a tough one. That's a tough position to be in when your main character, the actor, dies. Yeah. What do you do? You, do you recast? Do you not? How do you move forward? Yeah. So I mean, it was a no-win situation, and he won. So yeah, so good for him. Yeah. So like, he did really well with what he had, and the Alamo does its thing. So it talk it had oh, him yeah. like doing interviews, talking about it, and I was yeah. like, he's got some levity to the whole deal, and he he knows his shit. Like this guy knows what comics he's pulling from. Yep. So like, I was impressed, and so I, it outsold 
black. You might talk about that when you talk I'll about talk movies. About it. But yeah, it, it really. But uh, yeah, the Doctor Doom cameo was crazy there. <laughs> yeah, fucking a, right. <laughs> I can't believe that. Yeah, and then <laughs> Mister Fantastic, and I can't believe they brought uh, what's his nuts back. Krasinski yeah, I thought it was crazy that um, Tony Stark was back. I was like, with Ironheart, I mean, you wouldn't think that they'd bring him back. You, you wouldn't think that she would have a reason to go to the ancestral plane, but yeah, it's pretty cool seeing they got Robert Downey Jr. back. For yeah, that, yeah, so exactly. Good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I. There were more cameos than I thought there would be, though, honestly, <laughs> for real. So. It's almost like multiverse of uh, dead people. Yeah. <laughs> then they went to Valhalla. Jane Foster was there. Yeah, the whole nice. the whole crew. Odin was back. I was like, damn, okay. <laughs> they, they went all out on this yeah. shit. <laughs> but yeah, um, that's the last big thing I did other than play a lot of... I was like, speaking, speaking of Valhalla, let's, yeah. talk God, let's talk God of War because I bought it, too. Yeah, I, I heard I listened last week, and I heard you guys talking about it, and I was like, fuck, he's going to out... He's gonna outpace me quick because I'm busy still. <laughs> but I got you're moving, helping people move. Yeah, I was just doing. I just have, I've got a weird schedule nowadays. Um, but yeah, I, I'm about eight hours in. Okay, you're much further than me now. Okay, okay. Because my game is unplugged as this garage. Oh is yeah, so that right messed now, you so. up. Yeah, I'm I'm just not eight hours in. And I got it the day it came out. Yeah, like, uh, the day we met everybody for dinner. Yep. I was like, yeah, this came out, and then you're like dinner, and I was like. I'll play it after. It's fine. <laughs> and I got like 45 minutes in before Justin or Justin Dusty showed up to pick me up. And I was like, I'm too tired. When I got back, I said, I'll just <laughs> yeah. play it tomorrow. But it's, I mean, it's already nominated for game of the year. Yep. Um, if Elden Ring hadn't came out this year, I, I would, I would it would be it. a shoe in, but yeah. Elden Ring, holy shit was really good. And yep. I know like it's also multi console. Like it's cross console. So like more people have had a chance to play it. Yeah. Which, I mean, God of War one, uh, 2018 won, yep. and it was a c- exclusive, so like it's possible, but yeah. um, just as good as the first one. Like, man. And like they don't make you wait for your Blades of Chaos for more than like an no. hour and a half. Like <laughs> When he gets those off the wall, I'm like, oh, cool. Can I use those now? <laughs> yeah, I, was, yeah I, saw, I saw him, I'm and I was, <laughs> I saw him, I was like, please don't make me fucking wait. You're going to have <laughs> some bullshit where like Odin steals them. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be like, fuck. But like, yeah, like, they, they give you all your tools up front a little bit. Um, yeah. It's it's nice. I, I've, I've enjoyed it, and I like Norse stuff more than Greek stuff. So yeah, getting more gods and seeing more of that cast is cool. I can't wait to see what they do next. I have a feeling that uh, it may not follow Kratos in the next one. Next yeah. game might might and not, it might not might follow be, Norse gods. I, I heard this is supposed different. to be like the wrap up of this arc. Yeah, um, which I didn't realize it was the same half of the people that made all the original God of mm-hmm. War games. Um, and it's crazy to hear about. I listened to a podcast that talks about history, and they did one on God of War. Mm-hmm. And like basically, it was the, the first ones were made for like that twelve year old that was going to talk his parents into getting them a mature game. Yeah, that just wanted to like drink monsters and murder shit. Yeah, and then like they split, and the one guy went on to just make more twelve year old Chad bullshit. Yeah, and the other guy came back and was like, I don't know, man, I got a kid now, and everybody on my team's growing up now. Let's just make it for people that. Are stuck at are, home. Like they're also <laughs> adults. Like let's yeah. not make it for more twelve year olds. Let's yeah. make it for those that are grown up. And uh, so like all that shit. With well, the, the yeah, the twenty eighteen one opens with you know a funeral. Yeah, <laughs> so it's yeah, like, it's oh, like uh, heavy. Shit, is this where we're going with this now? Yeah, this is like, not what I was expecting. Yeah, and that's what his whole deal was. Like he was talking about. You know, he has a son, and he was like, "You scared of putting all, all that all your shit yep. becoming your kid shit." And then I can't remember the actor that voices him that's from Battlestar. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. They're I can't talking think of names about, either. But they're talking about like how do you get into the scene? He's like, Oh, it's easy. I just think about uh all the all stuff the I shit. missed out on yeah. with my kid because I was doing Battlestar Galactica and whatever. And then he's like, Hey, you got to give me a minute and like he tears up and shit. Yeah. And that's like step away and you're like, Fuck, that's heavy. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, it's it's well written. It's so good. It's yeah. the best of their shit, and I think they're just gonna keep doing better. So yeah, I hope so. They can branch off and go different directions. Yeah, I heard they leave it open for that. So yeah, I saw a deal today that I I don't know IGN or somebody said that Santa Monica's got like other things outside of God of War in the works now. So they keep using doing, that God of War money to buy to yeah, do if, other projects. If they still do that God of War quality, I don't care if they do something different. Yeah, I'm excited to see it. Absolutely. So. Well, cool. Uh, let's see. So I've, uh, I've got a war. I've been playing that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, like you, my week has been kind of crazy, but I did catch two movies uh, over the last week. I watched. Uh, well, and plus, I'll, I'll start with this. I watched uh, Interview with the Vampire. That first season ended this last Sunday, so I watched that episode. How do you like the finale? I know uh, you've been the finale kind of. I feel like. I feel like the writers, the producers, directors, whoever, were trying to land a twist at the end, mm-hmm. and they it was it was a twist sorta. Yeah, but I don't know that they landed it. You yeah, know what I they mean? They did it's a kinda, twist, but they didn't. Yeah, land when they're twist. like, "This is your twist," and end of the episode, and you're like, "Okay, like, okay, whatever." <laughs> Maybe the fans of the books are like, "Oh." shit but for the person watching it at home who's yeah. never read the book i saw the original movie but i've never read the books i'm like okay yeah i kind of you you kind of told us that already. Yeah, yeah, it, this that. wasn't a twist this was already there so yeah yeah t- i don't know that it stuck the landing that's uh, a bummer because i know you're really liking it, it i mean point. it's still great show so yeah the episode was strong it's i just felt like they were trying to go with a ta-da at the yeah. end and it's yeah. like no nah, dude <laughs> put yeah. that shit away just tell some more story <laughs> yeah um, Chucky next episode next week next Wednesday night's episode is the season finale and they're going to do a Christmas episode so that's cool. so they really kind of ended the season the story they've been telling this season this week's episode and mm. it, I mean it was just it was they, they it felt like a season finale they went just all in bonkers just, Crazy shit. Okay. There's like exorcisms, and you got people exploding, <laughs> like literally. And they and, and it was funny because they're like showing it like four times, like boom, the guy blows up, and then they go boo, yeah, like show it like four times in a row. <laughs> yeah, like, like a like a. And it's just hilarious because they know what they're doing. They're yeah, leaning into it, that goofy, campy, evil yeah, dead. It's kind like a of sports shit. replay yeah, kind yeah. of thing. That's funny. it's just like oh shit, that's funny. Yeah, <laughs> but, I like that. Uh, so I mean, that's a show that's it's better than it has any right to be because it doesn't take itself seriously, but at the same time. Like does it's a pretty good job. serious like, too. Yeah. yeah, they deal with some shit. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I remember the first season. There's an episode where one of the main characters is a kid. He's like 13, 14 years old, and he's he's gay. Yeah, and Chucky's like something like you know, like, oh yeah, I got a kid who's trans because I guess they had a movie where they had a baby puppet that was like trans or whatever. Yeah, fluid, gender fluid, or something. He's like, yeah, I got. And, and he's like, and the kid's like, well, what do you think? He's like, that's oh, still my kid. I still love him. <laughs> and Chucky like looks at the kid. He's like. I'm a serial killer. I'm not a fucking monster, <laughs> you know, or something like that. It's, yeah, I, I mean, like, like it's it's goofy, but it's still dealing with shit, you know. Yeah, so it's it's. I like I that. Like, I like fun. that levity. That's cool. And I watched, uh, so I watched Smile on Paramount Plus, which was like oh. just in theaters. Yeah, I was gonna say it was recent. I mean, literally, their their marketing campaign was going on like during the World Series. Yeah, so. like a couple like a month ago. Yeah, it's weird, but uh, it's it's not so much scary as it is just. Creepy, creepy, uncomfortable, and like yeah. just enough. Like, I'm not sure what the word I'm looking for is, but it's unsettling. It's yeah. like you know, like the camera angles will be slightly tilted. It's like, to yeah, like 
enough they, to make they you keep, feel yeah, uncomfortable. They keep you yeah. Off, yeah, you're never on steady ground during the movie, and yeah. they use you know they use the music and stuff and long. You're like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, and they don't do like the jump scare where a cat jumps out, and they're like, oh, uh, they don't do that. They just like do that long kind of unsettled like the music's kind of going. And then they just go on, and you're like, yeah, "It's like what the fuck?" fuck that because watch. the jump, because the yeah, because that that trope, the yeah, ju- they build the up that jump scare. Yeah, the cat jump scare. You're like, "Oh, that's a fucking cliche now." But there's that release where you're like, "Cool, we got that out of the way." I can yeah. take a deep breath and then move on. Yeah. But they never give you the chance to take a breath in that movie. Uh, okay. They just keep that weird shit going and they just don't resolve it. They just move into the next weird shit. So the whole movie, you're kind of you're never like I said, you're never on even steady ground you're always just slightly off kilter with what's going on so yeah that's in that respect they did a fantastic job yeah that's the consensus i've heard mostly is like i've heard a couple people because everyone's gonna there's always a couple people but most people been like yeah it's not terrifying it's just yeah off-putting and kind of like creepy the whole time Uh, which i mean the ads were creepy the whole time like people that weird ass that weird smile yeah so like I'm interested in that, and I I, listened, I heard last week you watched Barbarian too. So yeah, Barbarian's similar um, in that respect. I haven't seen that one yet. I'd like to. I'm bad with scary movies, but uh, Zach Krager, Krager uh, the guy that directed it, was one of the guys from Why Kid You Now. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm a I'm a big fan for any of the comedy guys like Jordan Peele doing horror. Uh, and yeah, that. and I was talking to someone about that about like why are these comedy guys like so good at horror? Because it's the same thing. And they're like it's the same thing but yeah. scary like cuz the whole thing is subverting expectations. Like mm-hmm. you expect one thing to happen. Set up, so set like, up, set up, punchline. Yeah, and so instead like, it's set up, set up, set, set up, up, scare. Scare. Yeah, so like it just translates super well. I was like, yeah, I never really thought about it like that, but that's cool. Yeah. Uh, and I watched so then on a completely different subject. I watched uh Confess Fletch on Showtime. I saw you post about So that. they made this movie <laughs> like during the pandemic, mm-hmm. like with the studio gave them money, but I remember hearing That's the, the one director that John Hamm. They both like they put up. They're like, money. we need three more days. The studio's like, you know, we gave you all we could. We're not sure that anybody really wants this movie, and they're like, well, fuck it, we'll pay for it then. Yeah. And then the studio was like, oh shit, well here's your money back. It was a good job. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's it's great. It's a fun kind of. You know, it's a murder mystery, but it's you know, it's it's a Fletch movie, so it's a comedy. Yeah, and it it you know plays with him trying to figure out who's setting him up, and then the police are trying to figure out, and he's like their main suspect, and the main police officer is Roy Wood Jr., who's a comedic act, a comedian mostly. He's not even really an actor that much. Yeah, um, he's on the Daily Show a few uh, a little bit, but uh, he it's just because it, he's like got this deadpan like you know, and then John Hamm's kind of. Not flat, but you know he's he's talking, and then he'll throw out something. It's like he doesn't. Okay, there were two Fletch movies in the eighties with Chevy Chase. Okay, and yeah. Chevy Chase would deliver those lines like they're a punchline. Yeah, like something's going on, something's going on. They're having a normal conversation, and then he'd throw something out, and he would throw it out as though it's a punchline to a joke that never had a setup. Yeah. So you're like, you know, he kind of da da throws it out there, and he's kind of like, you know, yeah, and waits for like, it to yeah, set. and you're like. No, it's not a joke. That's just something that Fletch said. Yeah. Know? So John Hamm does a better job of keeping it just conversation moving. Like, yeah, this is happening. They're having a conversation, and he says something, and they just keep going. You know, yeah, it's, it's like, like they don't, sneaks yeah, the funny in there. Yeah, he doesn't try to. Yeah, he doesn't try to set it up and then tell a punchline. He just he throws out the things that this character would say if you read the books or watched the other movies mm-hmm. and stuff. So, um, and he's a much better Fletch than Chevy Chase because of that. He's not trying to be a comedian. Yeah, he's just he's being just, an actor. He's in a comedy, and he's just being an actor who's just saying his lines. Saying so. like, yeah, that's good. I mean, I like John Hamm more than Chevy yeah. Chase, anyways. Oh yeah, even without, <laughs> even, even without, 
without all the, the yeah. shitty crazy stuff that happened in the last 10 years or whatever yeah so yeah that was pretty good it was worth watching that's on showtime right okay now. yeah i remember you yeah showtime i gotta remind myself of that yeah <laughs> all right i want to see that well thanks everybody for listening to this podcast whenever wherever you're catching us we got a great show for you this week we're going to get it started by taking a look at the top stories from the week that was let's just get the sad news out of the way let's knock these out real quick uh, last Friday, the comedian Gallagher passed away at the age of 76. Uh, he rose to prominence uh, during the back half of the 1970s and through the 1980s. I remember when cable first started, and it wasn't Comedy Central at the time. I think it was just called the Comedy Channel. Mm-hmm. Like, there's only so much content <laughs> that they had. So yeah. they would be throwing out like old Saturday Night Lives, the British version of Whose Line Is It Anyway? And these stand-up specials and the yeah. Gallagher specials were always out there, and I, so I remember watching those. But uh, yeah, you know, coming on stage and finishing up with smashing the pump, you know, the watermelon with the sledgehammer and stuff. Yeah, my my parents had seen the Gallagher show live, and they're oh, yeah. they were front, talking about that. Yeah. If you're in the front, I mean, they would have like giant like tarps pon- for everybody yeah, like you know, to get in there. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but yeah, he uh, I guess he'd been sick lately. He was under hospice care and just organ failure. He just, you know, he was sick and died. Yeah. So, uh, well, I mean, at least it wasn't. I mean, not at least and I mean, not at least. He's kind of a shitty human being from what I understand, but that doesn't See, impact yeah, doesn't the people that less. loved him still miss him and all yeah, that. Yeah, and I know, I knew there's that, I had known there was that thing with his brother where he was on yeah. tour as Gallagher. Yeah. And he sued his Gallagher own, he too. To, yeah, and he had to like sue his brother and. Yeah. So I, that's as much as I knew about his personal life. But <laughs> I saw, yeah, somebody had posted some, a comment like, "Yeah, you know, he left all of his bills to his brother or some shit yeah. like that." Or, I don't remember, but yeah, was, he uh, yeah he he had a history. Yeah. But you know, regardless, yeah, he he made his name in comedy, and so he was he's one of those people that everybody knew Gallagher. He's kind of without Gallagher, you don't get Carrot Top. Yeah, I was gonna say like he wasn't a prop comic per se, but he did the propy yeah. thing. He had props, he, yeah, uh, but yeah. he wasn't all. Yeah, he he would never call himself a prop comic. But yeah, but dude, he you're was. You're bringing out a box of props and you're smashing watermelon. Yeah, you're a prop comic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, I mean, he definitely there wouldn't be a Carrot Top or anyone like that if it Absolutely. weren't for that. And then this one really so. <laughs> This one stung. Uh, the iconic voice of Batman from the animated, I mean, all the animated stuff starting in like 92, I think. 91 or 2. Yeah, and all the, most, not all, a lot of the video game stuff. Kevin Conroy passed away last Friday at the age of 66 after a short battle with cancer. Based on the timing of it, it sounds like it was one of those things where it's like, I'm really not feeling well. I go to the doctor. The doctor runs the tests. It's cancer. You don't have much time, and then gone. I mean, it was. Yeah. It seems like without knowing, I wasn't obviously not yeah. involved in the discussions, but it sounds because I ran a panel with him back in June. I say it was this and summer. He was fine then. Yeah, he seemed I mean, fine then. Yeah, and he he was at a. You ran that panel with him, didn't you? Do one more where he was at at least another con. Uh, I, well, he was supposed to have been at uh, Planet last year, uh, but okay. he had plug because he had COVID. Yeah, but like I mean, he. But yeah, he, he was always brought. Doing he was bringing energy in yeah. June, like. That picture of you guys with John Hamm is on, or not John Hamm, uh, <laughs> John, Glover. John Glover is on, on my like rotating yeah. deal on my Google Home, and like, yeah, the guy had the energy still. Yeah, I mean, the, as soon as he got there on the, at that show, and again, we're talking about in June, end of June, like twenty fifth, twenty sixth, something like that. You know, as soon as he walked in, he like got up and like he walked in without breaking a stride. Like, if I'm gonna stand in this chair, yeah. I'm gonna take a second <laughs> to yeah. make sure I'm in the chair. Yeah, dude, dude walked from. 
where he came in from, walked to his table without breaking stride, stands in the chair, stands on the table, yeah. step, step, and then does his whole, I am Vengeance, blah, 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 and then he gets yeah. down and sits down. He did that planet one year my, yeah. while my buddy was in line getting stuff signed, so we were all standing right in front of him. He just stands up yeah, out of nowhere, says it and everyone's like, wow! Yeah. Like, he knows how to play a crowd. He's just, he's a fucking, he was a showman. Like, he's good yeah, at yeah. what he did. Uh, I was, I mean, I'm 91. I was born then, but yeah. like, uh, so that's really the Batman, you know? Yeah, he was he was my Batman my whole life. Yep. Like, uh, but like Batman the animated series, the Ninja Turtles from the '90s, and yep. the Power Rangers. That was like the first three things I remember liking. Oh yeah. So like, man, I played those on repeat. Those old animated oh, yeah. series stuff. And for, and it wasn't. I mean, I met I ran into him at conventions. I've met him at a few conventions. I've you know talked to him, had a panel with him and stuff. But just, and it's not. I, yes, I'm sad that Kevin, Kevin Conroy's passed. Yeah. But when I saw that on that Friday with everything, I mean, since since well, essentially Labor Day, mm-hmm. uh, we've had two kids that my middle child, who's 16, knows. One, they think, was an accidental overdose, mm-hmm. and the other was a suicide. Yeah. And then my youngest, who's 13, has a friend who attempted suicide but wasn't successful, thank goodness. Yeah. And then we had... A friend of the family passed right after we got back from Little Rock in like mid-September. Yeah, I remember you guys talking uh, about that. One of my uncles passed like two weeks later. Kenny died a couple weeks after that. So when Kevin Conroy's died, like I, I'm, I, for whatever reason, I'm just like a mess. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, fuck. my wife's like, what's going on? <laughs> died. And she's yeah. like, who died? What's <laughs> the, your brother? Is it somebody <laughs> we know? I'm like, eh, fucking Batman died. <laughs> she's like... In the in a comic, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like no, he'll come back. <laughs> She's like, I don't know who that is. So I'm like showing her. I'm like, yes, yeah, I'm like, so. like, he was. Yeah, he was Batman. Yeah. Like, and like people don't like to th- or don't not don't like, but people that aren't involved in a lot of nerdy stuff don't think about it because he's never, yeah, he's never played. That's, that's physically what, played yeah. him, but like yeah, he was in all the Arkham games and most of the movies outside of the animated stuff for a long time. Like. Yeah. It's fucking Batman. So, so that is just it was just that culmination. Yeah, like that one thing after just, another. Yeah, it's just it was yeah it was that build up to all that shit. So, and then just the whole weekend, I was just kind of down and out of it. We went to Sam's, and there was these two old guys who on Sunday it was Sunday, so they probably went to like an early church service, mm-hmm. and they were like standing in front of the carts at Sam's, you know, and yeah. they're just chit chatting, and somebody be like, "I need a cart." And oh, here, let me get you a cart. And we handed people. So my wife went up there and she's not being rude. She's kind of like, eh, so I'm like, done <laughs> at yeah. that point with everything, all the grief, depression, frustration, whatever it is, all yeah. that shit. So I kind of blew up at those two guys, and she like, I'm fucking embarrassed because yeah. you know you're yelling at these two old guys. I'm <laughs> like, they need to get, get the, the fuck, fuck out, out of the way, way <laughs> which like, is pretty much what I said. Do, I was yeah. like, don't fucking stand in front of the carts. Get the fuck out of the way. Yeah, Have your conversation over there. Lot. Like they're yeah. just like deer in the headlights and, and I grab a cart and go off my wife's like oh. so <laughs> Sunday night she's like so you need to make an appointment with the doctor yeah. I think you've got depression yeah. so I, I went to the doctor on Monday and the, I did all the stuff and the doctor's like yeah so the doctor basically so if you if you have anxiety and depression mm-hmm. they're like this is probably what we want you to take mm-hmm. um, she's like right now we just need to get your mood stabilized so mm-hmm. she's like so I'm going to suggest this drug I'm like and again, depression. I'm like, okay, whatever. I don't care. You're the yeah. doctor. Just prescribe whatever. Because she's asked, like, what do you think? I'm like, I don't know. I, I think you know. should fucking do, I think do you're your the job. Doctor, aren't <laughs> yeah. you? 
So we, I go to the pharmacy, I pick it up, and I'm reading through because like the pharmacy we go to gives you like air, yeah, and, like, that, you know, ten page yeah, document on this pamphlet, drug. Yeah, I'm flipping through it, and I'm I'm like, and it literally says on there, if you have to take a drug test, you are going to be positive for methamphetamine. Oh, God damn. <laughs> I'm like, so I can't take a piss test. Because it's gonna show, it's gonna show, uh, you know, medical marijuana. Yeah, it's gonna show uh, pharmaceutical grade meth. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just well, like, well, in Adderall, that's all it is. Yeah, is yeah. Meth. Like, and my doctor thing. told me to my face because I thought I was, I thought I had ADHD, yeah. and that's why I found out I was bipolar. Yeah, but she's like, and if you don't have ADHD, you don't really want to be taking like the medicine if you don't have to because yeah. it's just meth. And I was like. Weird thing for you to tell me to my face. <laughs> no, that's that's but what it is. I mean, well, it's it's well butrin. It's what they give people when they're trying to quit smoking and stuff. But yeah. it's just meth. Mm-hmm. It's just legal meth, pharmaceutical grade meth. So you don't have to worry about somebody cooking it and it giving you the bad shit. Yeah, it's, it's just this is the pure it's just stuff. The good stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, so doing that shit and doing the whole cholesterol, doing the normal health stuff too. But yeah, I'm. I mean, that all kind of made me conscious. And I'm like, I'm not. I know we're different people, but I'm kind of like from what I can gather I'm a little bit like you where if something tragic like that happens like with Kenny at at first I was just like I'm fine I can handle this This and like I just kind of shut down I'm not I'm not not sad I'm not whatever but like I like I, when I call, when I texted you, it was like oh, that voicemail. I don't know if you can understand it because about halfway through it, I was just like, "What the fuck is happening?" Like it just yeah. all kind of came yeah. out, and then Jess texted me, and just like we all fucking cried, and like I was like, "Yeah, okay, I think I'm gonna be able to start like feeling things about it now." Like once I got the ball, I had to get the yeah. ball rolling. Yeah, it's part of toxic masculinity. Men are yep. scared to feel. Oh yeah. Um, or admit and then, they feel. They, yeah, they feel admit, anyway. They yeah, just, it's or just yeah. It takes or, a while to get the floodgates yeah. going, and like you need to get it out. And it finally started to kind of hit me and then last Friday hit and I was just mad. I was yeah. mad as fuck. I was yep. like, why the fuck? Oh, I went through all that shit too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, believe me, I'd have been there. Yeah, so like, I was just like, this isn't fucking reasonable at all. Like, No. N- this like, many people <laughs> that I know and or care about. Yeah, that are good people. And together, yeah. Meanwhile, Donald Trump got COVID twice <laughs> and is running for president again after trying to <laughs> blow up our country. Like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's easy to get frustrated, right? With all that, but... Man, mental health though. That's yeah, that's um, what I was told. The, I went and saw the doctor. I was like, I got to get my head fixed so I can get the rest of the shit fixed because I was doing pretty well with starting to starting to eat a little better, starting to move a little more, starting to drop a little bit of weight because I knew my cholesterol was probably high because I've had that history in the past. And mm-hmm. I was like, but then this fall hit and I've just been like, I don't want to do su- nothing. It just takes one of those things to derail yeah. you, and then like it's so hard to get back on track. Well, too. if it had been one thing that had derailed me, be like, All right, well, I can deal with that and get on, but like. Literally, like every week and a half, yeah, <laughs> like every ten days, somebody yeah. else is dying. Either a kid, or somebody I know personally, or a family member, or in, somebody and, admire, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And then in this case, it's like it's Kevin Conroy. I'm like, well, I know him, yeah, but like, but he's not. I mean, and he's always like friendly, but yeah, I'm not close, close to, him, to him. But God, that was the one for whatever reason. Batman died, pushed straw. me over. Yeah. It's a straw, yeah. That's just how it goes. You can't really, you don't know when it's going to happen. No. Um, <sighs> yeah, it was tough. Tough weekend. Uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever is off to a record-breaking start at the box office after posting the 10th highest opening day in box office history with $84 million. Uh, they set a new record for November opening weekends, earning uh, right around $185 million in its first few days in theaters here in the U.S. 
uh, easily surpassing the previous record holder for November opening weekends, which was one of the Hunger Games movies, Catching okay. Fire. I don't know which one that is. That, they all, uh, yeah, they're, they're all the same. They're movie. all they, Hunger Games to yeah, me. So. They're all hungry still. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Black Panther off to a big start. Yeah, they said that it sold more in its opening weekend than Black Adam did in its whole domestic run. Yeah, so far. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. that's surprising. And it's not, yeah, and but Black not, Adam's not selling but, more tickets. But so. not at all, so yeah. Yeah, Black Panther, better than Black, Black Adam. Yeah. This one's for you, Dakota. Okay. I put this one in specifically for you. Whew, I like it. In April 1997. Okay. You were six years old. I was six. The Pokemon animated series mm-hmm. came to life with Atch Ketchum. The boy who wanted to do nothing more than what? Catch them all, baby. He wanted to catch them all. He wanted to be the world Pokemon master. Oh, yeah. He wanted to be a Pokemon master. Now his dream has been recognized. Last week in the Pokemon Journey animated series, Ash was crowned the world Pokemon master after defeating all the reigning champions in battle. I don't. So do you stop at that point? <laughs> Did he keep yeah. making these? Is oh, he... they're going to keep making them for a million years until we're long dead and people are sad about us. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I've always said... Like I love the Pokemon games. Scarlet and Violet came out today, if you're listening to this. Yeah. And I'll be playing it. And <laughs> I've always said Ash is the shittiest protagonist to any show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, every time he gets a good Pokemon, he I'm, lets no, him I'd go. go more. I'd go Caillou. Okay, yeah, worst, fair. But, yeah. but like, uh, any show I've <laughs> not, watched. Not made for kids. Yeah. yeah. But like not he... For li- okay. Well, not, not made for, made for toddlers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like he... He's, like, he's a good guy. He's fine. But he's just bad at it. He's always been bad at it. <laughs> But he finally, he like a lot of jobs in real life, uh, you need a 10-year-old with 20 years of experience to get exactly, the job. Yep. Um, but yeah, like I never thought it happened because he was going to re- release his Charizard and everything else and use Pikachu in the worst situations. It's weird that you'd be the main character of a show about type advantages and not and know, not how, know they, how they yeah. work. <laughs> like, I don't know, electric for everything. Fuck it, we'll spray it. I think the first gem in the show is Brock and he's rock. Yeah. And that li- lightning does nothing to a rock. But he electrocutes the sprinklers, and I was like, "Ah, oh, you and your fucking plot armor." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I never thought I'd see the day, but good for him. <laughs> good for I'm him. I'm glad he did it. And the National Toy Hall of Fame announced that. So they had a list of uh, nominees, I guess you would call them, for the t- the Toy Hall of Fame. Yeah. Here's what's going in this year: the class of 2022. We've got the top. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The, the going little, basic, basic. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, which I. You know, like First ballot Hall of Famer right there. Yeah, yeah I, I was <laughs> really minutes has been on there. Yeah, yeah, that seems like it should have been in the. It should have been in there already. Maybe you think uh, Masters of the Universe action figures. <laughs> See, that's where I thought we'd start. Yeah, no, yeah. no. <laughs> the top goes first. Okay, you always put the, the, top you know, the top. Okay, we better stop. Yeah. <laughs> it's about to take a dirty turn. And the Light Bright are this year's at three inductees. Okay, now that. The, the light bright seems solid too. They're bringing those back. I've seen those like at Walmart. Yeah, now. Callie got one. My daughter got one in a like a school thing that she's won it. And then yeah. I, I was like, yeah, but there's some knock. And it was a fucking no, light. It was bright. a real light. Right? Yeah, it was the real deal. Uh, the trio was chosen from a field of 12 finalists. There we go. That also included Bingo. Bingo's not in the Hall of Fame. It doesn't feel like a toy. I feel like Bingo, if it hadn't been using the steroids in the 90s, I think yeah. the Bingo would have been in by now. Yeah, you would think. But I mean, yeah. And then I know that they. Uh, never mind. I don't have a good show for that. <laughs> uh, Catan, the game Catan, not in the Hall of Fame. It was on the ballot this year, but did not make it in. Yeah, my sister's going to be mad about that. Uh, Nerf Gun, still not in the Hall of Fame. You'd think it would have made it too, but that's... By a, now? Yeah. yeah, and they're still... They're just getting better. Oh, yeah. They, now they got what, the Fortnite license and all this other stuff. Yeah, and they, uh, I can't remember the ones with the little uh, like tiny golf ball size. Oh, yeah, the little gel balls. Yeah, I have there. one of those, and those things cool. kind of sting a little. Yeah, they do. But they're accurate. 
Uh, the pinata, not in the Hall of Fame yet. Huh. I think it's the racism is yeah. keeping it out. Yeah, there's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, phase ten pound puppies. Racco. I don't know what Racco is. I don't and know Spirograph. Racco. I know what Spirograph is. I That's the one where you have the little like a gear and it's got little holes in it. You stick the yeah, and you put your, your pencil pen. in the hole and you go around the yeah, yeah, yeah. like a design. Yeah. Okay. Not in the Hall of Fame. Uh, you know, some of these feel like they should have already been in there. You would think. Also. Especially I feel like the pinata, yeah, <laughs> the like, and the pinata, maybe. Yeah, like the especially old school and a top. Well, the top's in there now. They made yeah, it now. Right. Yeah, finally. Maybe that should should have probably maybe been square one. Yeah, you would think you'd start with the top and the pinata. And the yeah, pinata. and it's weird that they have a toy section, but this is also got games, board games yeah. and shit, yeah, card games, board games. You yeah, know, that's a it's a mixed bag. Yeah, uh, for horror fans, which apparently it's you now. Yeah, me now. <laughs> I'm, I'm all in. Big news for horror flam fans. Uh, Jason Blum's Blumhouse production company, the home of horror movies like Insidious, The Purge, Get Out, is set to merge with James Wan's Atomic Monster production company, which uh, has made the movies like Malignant, Lights Out, the upcoming Megan movie about a creepy doll that's not Chucky. Okay. Uh, apparently, the two are joining forces, revealing that Wan will go on to hold a substantial ownership stake in Blumhouse, and uh, the company will maintain its relationship with Universal Pictures. That's that's who distributes uh, the Blumhouse films. Uh, so, yeah. So we've got... And this apparently this is not going to impact James Wan's upcoming productions. Uh, he's working with Warner Brothers on another Conjuring movie, which feels like... I think, it's, I think it has the beat. most... Yeah, I think it's got like... The, I think it's made the most money of any horror franchise, I think. They've been really because popular. Because they've got like 130 of them. Yeah, I thought there were maybe five now at least but it feels like it feels, feels like more the first one is fine and there's ones that you're like I don't know if this is connected to it or not and then somebody will be like oh yeah it is yeah it's, it's okay I've, if you say I, so not a horror fan until recently I've seen the first one Conjuring, and thought it was yeah. pretty good but then yeah. I remember being like five aren't we on four or five what <laughs> yeah it's and, like yeah it, and they're doing like what they should have done with the Cabin in the Woods movie uh, where yeah. they should have done a movie with all those different things it seems like they're doing that with the Conjuring stuff they're like hey remember that one scene where there's a bunch of creepy stuff we're gonna do a movie about, about everything that creepy thing the, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Aquaman of course <laughs> he's sure. still making an Aquaman movie so. oh okay that's okay <laughs> well in theory he's still making Aquaman movies so we'll see what happens okay uh, and final uh, bit of news here it's award seasons coming up and with nine Grammy nominations Beyonce has tied her husband Jay-Z for the most nominations for a musical artist in the history of the Grammys. Between the two, they have a total of 88 Grammy nominations, uh, which must mean they each have 44 <laughs> at this yeah. point, if they're tied. Uh, if Beyonce wins four out of the eight Grammys, she will be the musical act with the most wins in Grammy history. Goddamn, can't stop her. Apparently. And she's still, what, in her 30s? Maybe she might be She might be 40. be 40, but she's early 40s if, if she uh, is. Yeah. She doesn't look... She's got. Uh, she didn't look. She old. Got, in other <laughs> yeah. words, she got a lot of productive musical years ahead of her still. So yeah, yeah. I don't. She may set a record that nobody else is going to touch. Yeah, it's insane. And I, know, I mean, I know Taylor Swift made a big waves with this last album, and she's yeah. quite a bit younger than Beyonce, even. Oh yeah. At least ten years behind her. Yeah, I think so. Um, based well, on when their well, careers. I, well, hold on now. Because Destiny's Child was popular when I was like eight to ten. Right. And about. 14, th 14, 15, I feel like is when Beyonce really started on her own. On her yeah. own, doing well, her some shit. of her Grammy nominations are with Destiny's Child. So oh, okay, and then yeah, those and together. then Taylor Swift. I don't remember. Was she a? I was she an American like, Idol person? No, no. I feel like I feel like that. Like you said, she was younger, but then Beyonce was, when they. But I feel like they both got started around. She was eighteen when I was around. She's about my age. Right. She was yeah. about eighteen She's in when her I was early eighteen, 30s. and she was. 
like a, she started country and then just like yeah. I think every one of her albums has done really, really well. I have to look at yeah. I was gonna say I don't have my. Oh, here I we can go. Go, yeah, we can oh, Google the Google, difference. Google this thing. We're gonna Google this thing. We'll be right back. Yeah. Thanks for holding. Uh, Beyonce is 41 years old, and how old did you say Taylor Swift is? 32. 32, so nine years difference between them. I don't know how many Grammys. You can uh, Assuming they stopped at the same age, which is an assumption you can't make. Yeah. I don't know if Taylor's got enough to, to catch Beyonce. Um, yeah. In those, I mean, in those nine extra years of production she may or may not have. Yeah, she's. And I, mean, I don't know. And I didn't realize Jay-Z had that many, but I... Yeah. Now I'm wondering if that last that 444 album probably had to do with his 44 Grammys. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it might also. I mean, I'm sure as a producer, he's probably been nominated on a lot of other people's stuff. Oh yeah. I yeah. guess. Uh, I don't know. Power couple. There you go. And in other news, it's the holiday season, so everybody's got their holiday flavors. Wendy's is bursting out a new holiday flavored frosty. I tried it. Did you the peppermint frosty? Yeah. Replaces the vanilla frosty and the strawberry frosty. The strawberry frosty debuted over the summer. Wendy's has said that the peppermint frosty is only available now through the holidays. They don't say which holiday, so I'm assuming through the end of the year we'll find out. Um, suggesting that they're planning on making more seasonal flavors in the future. I have a feeling we'll probably have like a shamrock shake kind of frosty come in spring. In spring, and yeah. And then I don't know. Probably, the, probably the strawberry. Thing probably the strawberry next. back in the summer, and then probably a pumpkin pie. Yeah. In the fall, what do you I, think of the, the peppermint frosty? I have a feeling if they do what they did with this, it feels like they're taking the vanilla and putting some peppermint yeah. syrup in it. I guess what they're um, doing. Because yeah. my daughter, who doesn't like peppermint, when we went to Wendy's the other day, was like, "I want to try the peppermint frosty." I was like, "You don't like peppermint?" And she's like, "It's fine." I was like, "All right." <laughs> and she got it. And she's like, "It doesn't really taste like peppermint." Uh, and then to be a dick, I like stuck my finger in it and tried it, and I was like, "Yeah, it kind of tastes like vanilla with a hint of peppermint." Yeah. Um, it's fine. I, I prefer it that way because I think peppermint's a little overpowering it sometimes. Can be, yeah. Um, so I think it's a little better than, than if it had been more pepperminty. But yeah. Yeah. Tastes yeah, like yeah. a fucking frosty, really. <laughs> <laughs> tastes like vanilla frosty. Yeah. Uh, let us know what you think of the top stories each and every week. If we use your suggestion, we'll give you a shout out in an upcoming episode. Jason Meiske from the Sample Chapter podcast. Uh, he pointed this one out to us on Facebook. Mountain Dew is bringing back its pitch black flavor in January. First released as a sour grape Mountain Dew flavor in 2004, the iconic soda brand altered the flavor for a second release in 2005 under the name Pitch Black 2. Since then, it's been available few and far between, leading fans to constantly ask the brand to release the flavor on a more permanent basis. Though Mountain Dew dabbled in sour sodas with this year's Voodoo 4, which was officially announced as Sour Candy, Mm -hmm. Uh, it looks like the new Pitch Black will be a slightly tweaked version one more time, boasting a dark citrus punch flavor. I don't remember if I ever tried Pitch Black. I don't know. That I never out. did. Um, also, Retcon from last episode, you talked about when they are going to do their the pack of all the uh-huh. vi- the mysteries. They did do it because my coworker bought it, but yeah. it was only through their website. Oh, you had to order it for delivery through oh, their website. Stupid. Yeah, and, and he said that the candy corn flavor was surprisingly his favorite one. Really? Which grossed me out to think about. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah <laughs> does not sound good. Well, send us what you think are the top stories on Facebook and Twitter. Just search for and follow us at PGTC Podcast. Post your comments, tag us in news stories there, or call us on the hotline at 417-986-7842. 
and leave a message with your comments. We just might play them on an upcoming episode. Again, that hotline is open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We'd like to hear from you there. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're taking a look at this date in pop culture, what's coming up this weekend, and a whole lot more. Don't go anywhere. We are going to be right back right after this. And now, these messages. Hello, friends. My name is Jason A. Meiske. I'm a thriller author and the host of the Sample Chapter Podcast. I'd like to invite you to join me each week as I introduce you to authors from all over the world. Together we have a nice little chat before the guest author reads a sample chapter from one of their books. There's been sci-fi, westerns, romance, horror, thrillers, and even the weird. There's names you don't know, and for sure, several that you do. And with over 100 episodes so far, you're sure to find a new favorite book. So come on over and join us every Tuesday on the Sample Chapter Podcast. Hey, want some hot Nestle quick? Thanks. Pass this cocoa to your father? Okay. Tastes great. Here, Dad. And our cocoa tastes like it's made out of water. It is. I used instant cocoa mix. Your Nestle quick so creamy. Made quick with milk. It tastes more chocolatey. Quick has more cocoa in it. Well, and try this quick. Tell me it doesn't taste richer. Mmm. Can I have some quick? Families really love hot Nestle quick chocolate flavor and milk. On this date in entertainment and pop culture, November the 18th, 1307. It's been a minute since this happened. Yeah. William Tell. Do you know the name William Tell? Does it ring a bell? Yeah. What's, what is it? Uh, he, no, fuck, I'm thinking of Paul Revere, I think. <laughs> this is not the same I'm guy. getting them confused. Okay. 1307, William Tell shot an apple off his son's head with a bow and arrow. Yeah. The famous story of, uh, yeah, putting the apple on his kid's head and shooting it with the bow and arrow. Classic parent move. <laughs> that, that's some God of War move right there. Yeah. <laughs> boy, a, stay still. It's a great boy. <laughs> <laughs> that is November the 18th. Uh, November 18th, 1865, Mark Twain's short story, The Celebrated Jumping Frog of Calaveras County, was published in the New York Saturday Press. On November 18th, 1883, Standard Time, which is what we're in right now, went into effect for the first time in the United States. Switch, the switch from daylight savings time to standard time took place at noon instead of at 2 a.m. I don't know why we do it at 2 a.m. now. Yeah, I mean, it feels less disruptive being when everyone should be asleep. Doing the middle of the day, it's like, oh, lunch yeah, break. Like, oh, yeah, lunch shit, break. lunch is over. Yeah, lunch is over. <laughs> Get back to work. God damn it. Um, it shouldn't exist at all anymore. I hope they yeah. Hopefully, I hope they burn it down. I it's do also too. weird how much stuff we call standard when it's not standard to anyone else in the world but America. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the uh, the standard means absolutely nothing to most of the world. Yeah, it's most our of humanity. Standard. The billions of people that lived before <laughs> us, the billions of people who live not in America now. Yeah, standard means absolutely. Yeah, it's nothing. literally made up bullshit to yeah. them. Yeah, but it's standard to us. Goddamn it, America. Yeah. Goddamn. Yeah. November the eighteenth, nineteen twenty-eight. Walt Disney's Steamboat Willie was released. It was the first Mickey Mouse cartoon and the first cartoon with sound. Mickey Mouse was whistling as he's piloting the uh, ship down the river. 
The old steamboat. The old steamboat. Nobody had sound in a cartoon prior to that. I didn't realize that. I knew that was his first thing. But, yep. huh. Four years later, on November the 18th, 1932, the first Academy Award was given for a cartoon. The winner was another Disney release. Disney's Silly Symphonies release, Flowers and Trees, was the first cartoon to be given an Academy Award. Hmm. November the 18th, 1959, Ben-Hur, starring Charlton Heston, premiered in New York City. The film went on to win the Best Picture Oscar in 1960. November the 18th, 1978, in Jonestown, Guyana, 918 members of the People's Temple were either murdered or committed suicide under the leadership of cult leader Jim Jones. Cults are bad. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe don't follow the cult of personality. Yeah, I didn't realize that was 78. 78. Huh, yeah, I felt like it was like closer to the 90s for some reason. Yeah, no, it's 1978. But we still talk about it, though. Yeah, We're gosh, because it was wild. It was fucking insane. <laughs> Dude, they, they killed themselves and each other and then burned yeah. the place down. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in uh, November the 18th, 1982... Fragile. It must be Italian. A Christmas well, I guess story. It's fragile, honey. A Christmas story was released in the U.S. Dang, that's another one I waited. Forty years, forty years ago today. And now they're talking about a new one. They, it's out. It's out. We're going to talk about that here. Oh now. shit! Okay. And uh, November the eighteenth, nineteen eighty-five, a brand new Muppet was introduced on Sesame Street. Elmo made his debut in nineteen eighty-five. I didn't realize that either. Yeah, absolutely. I thought he was there from the beginning. Nope. 1985. November the 18th, 1992, Malcolm X, starring Denzel Washington and Angela Bassett and directed by Spike Lee, was released here in the United States. I think I saw that in theaters. And on that same day, in 1992, November 18th, 1992. I'm out. The Seinfeld episode, The Contest, was broadcast. The episode went on to win an Emmy Award, and it was declared by TV Guide as the number one television episode of all time. I love it so much. That's a big, that's a big claim. That's <laughs> the the best episode. episode of television ever. It is some well-written TV, but ever is, a, yeah, I mean that, I wouldn't confidently say anything is the best anything ever. Yeah. So TV like, guide, goddamn it. They are confident <laughs> they in their Like, this is it. It doesn't get better than this. Yeah, everybody just quit now. Yeah, I, I thought it was, It. I love that show in general. I, I really love that episode, but yeah, that's bold. It is. That's a bold statement to make. <laughs> November the 18th, 1993. This is a surprise. WWF owner Vince McMahon was charged with steroid distribution. What? I know. Who, it's though? crazy. I, like friends? Apparently. <laughs> you throw a party and <laughs> yeah. friends come over. There's a punch bowl. Yeah. There's one you throw your keys in and the other one you just grab a handful of steroids. <laughs> yeah, just apparently. take those. Shooting each other in the ass on the way to the other party. I don't know. Uh, November the 18th, 1994, the movie Star Trek Generations premiered. And then two years later, to the date, on November 18th, 1996, Star Trek First Contact appeared. Hmm. How about that? November the 18th, 2011. May have blasted everybody's head. I hope no, I had my head, head the phones on for that. Uh, after appearing on the British television series The X Factor, One Direction released their first album, Up All Night, in Ireland and in the UK on this date. They did not last long, did they? They did. No, like, they all kind of went, went they split faster. They're than all one. doing their own thing, I think, but yeah, they, yeah, but they, they did not stick Harry together. Harry Styles is from One Direction, right? Yeah, 
and that he's bigger than God. Yeah. Um, but he's the only one I know from it. The name of. Yeah, I mean, I know this. They're all probably fine. They're all yeah. probably successful <laughs> still. But yeah, yeah. He's the only one I could like. He's a fuck. He's a Marvel character now. Yeah, it, yeah. He's um. So yeah, like. Himself. Yeah, they they didn't seem to last like in sync or Backstreet Boys right. Did long multiple really. Multiple albums, yeah. And on that same date in 2011, Minecraft officially went live. That's fucking wild. Minecraft is 11 years old. Same. Yeah. It's 11 years old, and it's only 11 years old. It sounds like it feels like that thing's been around forever. Yeah, it's somehow it's one of those things where it feels like it's brand new and super old all at once. Yeah, kinda. it's weird. And uh, finally, on November the 18th, 2017, singer Sean Mendez. He's not a One Direction guy, I don't think. No, I don't Pretty know sure his stuff. Not. It's definitely something my daughter would like. Singer Sean Sean Mendez became the first singer to land three number one singles on the Billboard Adult Contemporary chart while not being an adult himself. He was under 18 oh. at the time. Well, that's impressive. Good so for he's, Sean. He's making songs for the old people Yeah, <laughs> as a kid. Someone has to. I guess. They got the money to spend, right? Yeah. <laughs> Coming up this week in entertainment and pop culture, this Friday, November the 18th, Disenchanted premieres over on Disney+. Plus. This is the sequel to the movie Enchanted starring Amy Adams that came out I don't know, 10, 5, 10, 15 yeah, years ago. I, I, it's just on it's in my brain that it exists, but yeah, I don't know when there. on the I radar. Never saw it. Also, uh, this Friday. To the Rock season premiere over on Apple TV Plus. You're too young for the Fraggle Rock. Yeah, I missed Fraggle Rock. That's why I could vaguely tell that I, I kind of remember knew what that yeah, was, but I couldn't put my finger yeah. on it. It was yeah. uh, it was better than Sesame Street. It felt a little more adulty than Sesame Street. Not for adults. It felt like yeah. an older kids show. Yeah, it felt like one of those where as a kid you felt more grown up watching yeah, it. Yeah, so. like oh shit, I'm I'm beyond yeah. <laughs> Sesame Street. I'm up to Fraggle Rock. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also this Friday, nope streams on peacock okay check out nope on the peacock and a little game called pokemon scarlet and violet Ooh two boy. editions are released on the nintendo switch this friday so god of war is going to take a back seat for the uh, pokemon which one are you getting violet or scarlet i uh red's my favorite color okay red ranger of course you know um <laughs> and i'll i i collect them all physically still and i just get the reddest version of everyone so scarlet for me <laughs> I, so if there's like an orange and purple, you're screwed. Yeah, I'm like, fuck, I don't know what to do about <laughs> you're this. You're going to have to buy yeah, both. Orange looks more red in my head, so I just, <laughs> okay. just going to have to make a judgment call uh, sometimes. This Saturday, November the 19th, it's time to thaw your turkey. If you have not started thawing your turkey by Saturday, on Saturday, you need to move that thing out of the freezer and put it in the refrigerator if you want to cook that thing yeah, on Thanksgiving. Fucking forever. <laughs> And also on Saturday, the 37th annual Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony and concert premieres over on HBO. That's with uh, Dolly Parton and Duran Duran and Judas Priest. And I don't remember. They're going to do like the toy thing. They're finally putting the Beatles and the Rolling Stones yeah, in exactly. there. Dolly Parton's finally in the Rock and Roll Hall <laughs> yeah. of Fame. Even though she says, she's like, I don't, I don't belong in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I appreciate it, but no. Yeah, I agree with her. I, don't, she, yeah, she, I love her, yeah. I agree, but I agree. She yeah. shouldn't be there. But they, they're like, yeah, come on out. She's like, all right, whatever. 
Yeah, she's still a fucking national treasure. Oh yeah, no, we should. We she should be running for president. Yeah, <laughs> instead of the the other. We don't deserve guy. Dolly Parton at all. No, so. we don't. This Sunday, November the twentieth. from Dodgers Stadium streams live on Disney Plus this Sunday. After 50 years, Elton John says, this is it. Last concert I'm doing. Peace out. I don't believe him. We'll see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't believe him one bit. I love him. Yeah. I don't believe him. Nope, not at all. <laughs> also, Sunday night, Rick and Morty season six returns on Adult Swim. Finally. This Sunday, finally. I'm glad I waited There's until only, what, like, like two weeks ago. episodes left, I think. Yeah, because it was six. The first was yeah. six. I'm glad I waited until two weeks ago to finally catch up. <laughs> hey, yeah, that way you don't have to remember yeah. what happened. You're right there. Yeah. Uh, next Monday, the 21st, National Gingerbread Cookie Day. Okay. Of all the cookies out there. Gingerbread doesn't really need a day, I don't think. No, it's the worst, one of the worst ones. Yeah, gingerbread cookie, not good at all. Yeah, fuck that. Next Tuesday, the 22nd, uh, if you're going to brine your turkey, that's the day to make your brine. Okay. I'll make a brine for my turkey. I don't know what brine is for sure. Brine is a liquid that, so you take your turkey that you thawed on Saturday, you mm-hmm. started thawing it Saturday. On Tuesday, you make the brine, and the brine is the liquid that we're going to soak that thing in overnight okay. on Wednesday. The brine's usually a little bit sweet, so it's got some sugar in it and some other spices and really salty. Okay. And what that's going to do is it's going to lock in the juices in your uh, bird. Instead okay. of all of your juices running out and your bird's dry. I'm, we've all had a dry yeah, turkey. Yeah, no one wants a dry turkey. That, this that, keeps it from drying out. One that deflates like on yeah. uh, <laughs> occasion. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, so Wednesday, that's the day you brine your turkey. Okay. And uh, anything else you can cook ahead of time? Because I know on Thursday, like the bird's taking the oven. Yeah. That's so if you can cook anything ahead on Wednesday, that's the day to do it. Yeah. Desserts, pies are good to cook on Wednesday because you don't serve those hot out of the oven. Usually. Yeah, they're gonna be colder anyways. And I make my like stuffing on Wednesday. Okay. And like, because some people stuff their turkey, which is not a good idea because yeah. it doesn't cook at the same rate as your turkey. Again, yeah. dry turkey, dry stuffing. That's not great. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of people will try to cook their stuffing separate, which is smart. Mm-hmm. Cooks at a different temperature, different amount of time. But again, your turkey's taking up all the space. So I cook my stuffing on Wednesday. Yeah. And then a lot of people are like, oh, that's a great idea. Then you just throw it back in the oven and reheat it on Thursday. No. What I do, because that turkey's in there. Yeah. I get out the waffle iron. Okay. And I scoop stuffing into the waffle iron. Mm -hmm. Dude, it's... Make crispy like crispy. on the outside, and then still like soft and bready on the yeah, inside. Yeah, they almost have like a crab cake texture to them. Oh, I, yeah. I know what you're talking about, and I've had them somewhere. It's real good. Yeah, it's <laughs> like dip them in some gravy too. It, yeah, like, it's, it's uh, a great, it's a game changer. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like a waffle, and instead of syrup, you put the gravy over it. Oh yeah, oh god, yeah, yeah, that's a move. Looking forward to that. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> I think I might, I might be trying that this, this time around. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, also, next Wednesday, one day only. Uh, Glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery, is in theaters for one day. This movie is a sequel to Knives Out. Yeah, um, Netflix bought the rights to. I think there's like two or three sequels they bought the rights to. Okay, and so it's going to be on Netflix next month. Mm-hmm. But I think in order to make it awards eligible, it has, it has to, to be, be in. in theaters. So they're putting it out for one day only, the day before Thanksgiving, when nobody's going to go to the movie theater. Yeah, so I saw... <laughs> so everybody still watches it in December when it's on Netflix. I was talking about it at work today, and I was like, I saw the deal, and it said, 
I thought it was weird that it said like November 24th and then it said Netflix December whatever and yeah. I was like why is it like an announcing ahead of I didn't realize Netflix owned it now. Netflix is bought the rights so yeah all those movies Netflix is bankrolling now but I mean fuck if it's anything like the first one I'm oh, gonna yeah. enjoy it the first one was great mm-hmm. and Wednesday the Adams Family series premieres over on Netflix on Wednesday as well which it would have been sense. kind of a shame if they did but it on Thursday. Tuesday or Thursday <laughs> yeah like, I don't know. We were really bad at either. marketing. <laughs> uh, next Thursday, I don't know if you guys are aware of this. Uh, next Thursday is Thanksgiving. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, so we will not be recording a new episode mm-hmm. next week because uh, Thursday, everybody's going to be off doing their own thing. Yeah, so I'll be at the bar. Enjoy your holidays. <laughs> no, okay. What, Wild Turkey Wednesday? Just, yeah, carries a, over into Hangover My Thursday. first divorce Thanksgiving. I'm like yeah. hanging out. The you, you got anywhere to go on Thanksgiving? You want to family? No, I'm, I'm going to my parents. Oh, I was yeah, just being, if you so. don't have anywhere to go, you're welcome to come here. My mom told me, she's like, I know you we don't do a lot for the holidays normally, but like, We'll do something for you. I was like, yeah, mom, I'll come to your weird, depressing <laughs> divorce Thanksgiving. Like, That's not what it is. You're being a dick. And I was like, well, that's how you made me feel about that's it. That's what it sounds like to me. Uh, but no, my ex-wife invited herself or? to it. So apparently. Oh, really? Yeah, that'll be my Thanksgiving. So hold on. <laughs> Needle scratch, record scratch. Yeah. I got to download a record scratch here. Uh, so your ex-wife, mm-hmm. and I'm assuming the kids, yeah, my kids. are going to be hanging out with your parents on Thanksgiving. Yep. Or yep. I will be with my with my slightly racist uncle and aunt <laughs> and nephew and cousin. But yeah, uh, my mom just threw that one at me too. She's like, hey, I know I invited you to this weird, sad Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, also, I told her she could come. I was like, cool, thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> so again, if you need some place to go for yeah, Thanksgiving, I might be over here. doors open, come <laughs> like, on in. I don't know where the kids are. I just left. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, that sounds like uh, sounds like next time we record, we're gonna have some stories to tell. Yeah, can't be much worse than most of my holidays. Oh, uh, so beyond that, because we're not gonna do an episode next week, we'll just kind of touch on what's coming up. Of course, Black Friday is next Friday, the twenty fifth. Uh, Cyber Monday is the twenty eighth. After that, World of Warcraft's Dragonflight expansion goes live on Monday, the twenty eighth as well. Uh, Willow, the series premiere of Willow, is Wednesday, November the thirtieth, over on Disney Plus. For those who remember Willow, you're too young for that. I have no idea what that is. All right. And uh, we'll be recording our fifth anniversary episode of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast on Thursday, December the 1st. You can look for that Friday the 2nd in the podcast player of your choice. So five years already. Um, I'm sure we'll talk about that. I've only been here for three of them, but still. Yeah, that's more than half. Yeah, that's not bad. And you can check out all that and more anytime over at popgoestheculture.com. We have a full calendar of everything coming up at the bottom of the site. So if you just scroll down on that main homepage, uh, you'll see the calendar, the list of everything coming up. Uh, it's got conventions coming up. It's got TV, movies, music, video games, you name it, everything coming up. We've got it there for you. And because next week is Thanksgiving, just real quick, we'll rattle off a couple things. What are a couple things you're thankful for this year? Um, Boy, uh, do we want to get serious answers? <laughs> whatever. Uh, I mean, it I could can, be whatever you want it to be. Um, I'm thankful that... Medical marijuana is legal in Missouri starting December eighth. <laughs> yeah, you mean uh, recreational? Yeah, re- yeah recreational. Already been there. Yeah, I've already had my. So license. I asked about that at my uh, dispensary. Mm-hmm. Apparently, so, you know, dis- December eighth is the day. It, goes, it really doesn't. It's, it goes it's, on the books. It's really not legal on December eighth. Okay. December eighth is the day that they have to start filing some paperwork. Okay. And it's really not going to be widely available until uh, sometime in February, like late February. Yeah, because I've that's what I thought it was supposed to be like beginning of next year, and 
I've seen people being like, I'm glad I didn't go ahead and get my medical license. I'm like, I don't know why you're not, gl- why you're glad because it's going to be six months. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Like, well, and that's minimum. the thing is that they were saying that. So being able to sell it, it's based on the dispensaries kind of in the order you got your application turned in to be able to do that because it's a whole new regulatory thing. So. Yeah, and of course, like medical places will probably get it first because they're already established. But Well, and I was asking our local dispensary here across the street. Um, I was like, so how are you guys set for like product? Mm. They're like, yeah, that's the problem. Is um, it's Fucking, a plant? <laughs> yeah, you have to wait for it to grow. Yeah, so, it's not magical. Uh, there, yeah, so there might be um, based on demand. There might be a lot of demand and a little bit of supply, so prices uh, may go up. I mean, that's how it started with medical because yeah. we live in a red state. Yeah, uh, that didn't want it to happen at all, um, and it'll probably be similar. Yeah, so they said yeah, I expect prices will probably go up a little bit at first, and then as things as plants bloom, <laughs> then things will start kind of, we'll have supply and yeah. we'll know what the real, you know, the number of what people looking are that are looking at. Yeah. Yeah, so might be a rough little bit. <laughs> so you might be good to stock up in January yeah, before everybody else can come in and make a run on it. My 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 good friend of the show got, uh, got me covered coming up December, I think. So that's exciting. But That's good news. Um, I'm thankful, I am thankful for that, jokingly. But, um, man, I'm thankful for this. I've been gone a month and... It's been a shitty, weird fucking month, like we talked <laughs> yeah. about. So, like, uh, this is uh, it, this is just us bullshitting, but it it's, it's kind of therapy. It's right? something I really appreciate. I, I like getting together with you and Dusty and Jess, and yeah, uh, which they're both working tonight. Yeah, which they're working, but I, I mean, uh, and then going now we get to travel together too sometimes, and oh yeah, um, we're gonna be traveling a lot. lot. Yeah. We're gonna be we're sick of each other times next this year. year. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, I mean, I mean, I'm I'm glad that we're doing this. I yeah. I do enjoy it every every week that I can come. So me too, me too. Yeah, same deal. I'm glad we glad we're doing this. Glad people are still listening. I mean, you know, our numbers. I mean, this is inside baseball. I don't know if anybody else cares, but yeah. you know, our numbers were when we started doing this thing five years ago. We're really not very. I mean, it's brand yeah. new. Yeah. Uh, going to a comic con and being in front of people and talking about what we do, and then. Uh, making some connections, getting some celebrity and creator interviews from that, and you know, being in front of people saying, "Hey, check out the podcast." You know, as you're hosting other stuff, uh, our numbers took off, and then the pandemic hit, and people weren't and listening everyone's like numbers they were. Dropped, yeah, yeah, nobody, nobody was listening like they were because you weren't going to the gym, you weren't driving to work, to work, those things, and, yeah. um, and every celebrity who could not work because nothing was in production all decided to say hey, i'll just start a podcast yeah so and they all got millions of dollars from spotify yeah instantly started off everybody's got okay. podcasts so yeah so uh but we're still plugging along so yeah. the fact that we're still doing this I mean, I'm, I'm thankful for that this year mm-hmm. yeah we'll uh, figure out what it looks like next year with all of our travel and stuff yeah I'm curious. maybe a slightly uh changed schedule but we'll see cautiously optimistic i would say about it mm-hmm. I'm, I'm stoked but yeah keep, we're gonna be in front of a lot of people next year so mm-hmm. yeah yeah and I mean, obviously, our families is pretty a pretty big deal now. Yeah, uh, always has been, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, a lot to think about lately. So, yeah, lots of friends, families, podcasts, the stuff that we do to hang out. You know, that's how we started. This was just this is going to force us to get together at least once a week to talk about the stuff we would talk about anyway. Yeah, but let's just do it with a microphone on and have a yeah. good time with it. So yeah, so it's it's good. So yeah, mm-hmm. uh, our buddy Thomas over at Multiverse tonight reached out to us on Twitter. Said he's thankful to be able to podcast in his own office. Thankful to have gone to all the conventions he attended. So again, real similar to ours. Thankful to have friends and family that care. So yeah, absolutely. With all that, mm-hmm. we are with you 100 percent on all of that. So I think that's going to wrap us up for this week. What do you think? 
Yeah, I'm this. good with it. I'm good with this, too. Thanks for being here. Uh, thanks, everybody, listening to the podcast whenever and wherever you catch us. Again, don't forget, next week, holiday weekend, we will not have a new episode. We'll be back here in two weeks with another brand new episode of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast, the five-year anniversary show. Feels like we should be doing something big, but I don't really have anything yeah, big planned. Yeah. I don't know. We're not, we don't have we might know, think of something before. celebrity guests coming in the studio with us. Yeah, we might have an epiphany, though. You never know. You never know. If anybody's got any ideas, I'm what call you want to hear for that five-year anniversary show, hit us up. I'm going to call Henry Cavill, see if I can get him last minute. But Absolutely. I don't, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> uh, hey, man, you can talk about building a PC or <laughs> building a gaming computer. That'd yeah. be fine. All right. Well, until then, be safe, be healthy, be happy. We'll talk to you later. See ya. Love you. Bye. That's all, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. This show has been brought to you by the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast Network. Find links to all of our podcasts and more at popgoestheculture.com.